And this episode of Hatrick Hockey is brought to you by our good friends over at Claru and Son Roofing. These guys are the kings of roofing, Tristan, like we say, the kings of roofing. These guys last summer alone, over 25,000 bundles of shingles done. They're fully insured. They offer free estimates. The work they do is incredible, and they always get the job done right the first time. So be sure to hit up the boys over at Claru and Son Roofing because, like we always say, when you want your roof done, call Claru and Son, baby. Mm-hmm. Don't tie. Woo! 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 And what is going on, everybody? All of you buttes and beauties. It is episode number 148 of hat trick hockey which is always brought to you by our good friends over at gl heritage the official beer of hat trick hockey if you like my hat tristan's hoodie smash the link on the post will bring you right into the merch store for you to collect all of your sweet hgh merch and here as always with my buddy tristan what's up brother we had a busy weekend we haven't talked to everybody in a while hello everybody I know. Hello, everyone. Uh, it has been a minute. Uh, it feels like too long, but um, apologies mm. to any of our listeners who are kind of like, hey, where's yeah, Patrick Hockey? Well, you're going to be hearing a lot more of us now. We're back. Hockey mm. is back, everybody. Let's go uh, mm. back into the throes of things. And Let's uh, go, baby. You know what? Me and Ant, as a team right now, Andrew, but uh, me and you especially, we've been we've been pretty busy here. Been Lots on the of grind. To do, but, uh, 73 is keeping us busy. Yep, and wouldn't want it any other way. I'm so happy we get to work with them and do all the media and the success of it. Yeah. So now, good. anything you guys see, well, not anything, I should say, but a lot of the stuff. So what they kind of wanted us to do is now Tristan and I are handling the 73's social media. So right. we're trying to take some load off, like load off of some of the guys like Joe Mm-hmm. and like mike and like riley. riley and guys who can concentrate on more like joe does a lot with the alumni side of things and the board, joe does a lot the executive joe's like the man when it comes to the 73s right now yeah he is so everything pretty much goes through joe joe works his ass off so in order awesome. for us to help out joe we decided that we would hop on board and do all this like socials yeah so, so when yeah. it comes to um game day live that's going to be mainly ant uh who's done a phenomenal job by the way so anyone who see if you see the live updates for the scores or uh the posts on facebook for score updates as well as anything else to do with video during or before the game that's all ant so huge uh, th- huge thanks to you ant <laughs> and uh because i've been pretty busy with school when it comes to actual threes especially home days our home games rather but um and for me uh my role is i kind of like you know the design portion of it so if you see any posts uh like a win post that's me uh player signing post um game day post stuff like that that would be me uh so we were bouncing off of each other and i think we're into a great rhythm right now and uh i i really look forward to where this goes and so far the success has been like like i think i checked the numbers last week or something and like Compared to the past 30 days before the mm-hmm. current 30-day cycle, so like the month before this month, we've grown in outreach by 600%. That's beautiful. 
It's, it's what we want. Bums in seats, baby. Let's That's go. That's crazy. 600%. Mm. Yeah, it's beautiful. The it's S673's most winningest junior C club in history of the league. We want to add to that tally this year. We do. And uh, you know what? Why not have some fun on our way to doing it? So, Damn right. I'm telling you, I'm going to try to give you guys as much access as I can. So I'm going to, I already told these guys, the guys on the, on, on the squad, I said, boys, don't mind me when you see me around, do your thing, do your normal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I send photos to the guys that I get of them. I send them their videos. I send them a whole bunch of stuff. Cause that's, let's face it. All these guys are what? 16 to 21. It's for the babes, baby. So I, I send them all the, all the photos and videos and stuff like that. So the guys are loving it. So, and honestly, we're having a great time doing it. So speaking of those 73s, let's get into how we've started the season so far. Boys are doing some serious thumping right now. Yeah, it's getting scary. And I said this for all the people who were – I had a few comments on Facebook. Whoa, slow down, Essex. (laughs) You're not going to be – okay, this is what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Teams are not going to want to play them. I don't know. If you weren't there last Tuesday night – Oh. The home opener, you missed out. Essex came into that game, 3-1 road win over Wheatley, who's very strong this year. That was a good game in Wheatley, too. A good game. Boys were, you could tell they were trying to get their feet back. Same with Wheatley. They had a couple guys out. Essex had a couple guys out. But did Essex come loaded for bear, and they ran into a little cub uh, on Tuesday night and uh, decided to rifle 13 into the Amherstburg Admiral's net. Mm -hmm. 13-0. Shut yeah, out by Adrian nuts, McBride. Man. Like I felt like just watching it, I was just like, holy shit, boys. But Amherstburg too, like they're in like a little bit of a rebuild stage, right? Like they kind of oh, have they have like a lot of younger guys and well, stuff like that. And their whole team is like six to seventeen year olds. Mm, like yeah, like literally. we're not running down Amherstburg here, okay? Like, no, we're not, not at all. Not at all. It's we understand squad, that- and I know guys like like maddie like fox over there who i've known for years and i know yeah. that those guys they have a plan and that they'll be back trust me and they've got back. sykes I know they, they got a new gm in sykes yeah so and he's taking a different approach to it with the younger guys but listen these guys will be good once they have two three years experience in the league for sure and then for they'll sure. be loaded so give exactly. them time but obviously man Essex that's was, talkable. It was a, yeah it was nuts it was like I said a few months back, on it's going to get unfair. Teams are not going to want to play 13 nothing. Okay, it's one thing you lose 7 or 8 nothing. Double digits, mm-hmm. teens. Dude, how about let's, let's talk right about now. the scoring in let's that game? Let's talk about pick right now. <laughs> oh. That oh. top line was lights out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull up the exact numbers here on that that game I got alone. It right here, if you want, pick. I got pick. Pick had three and four that night. So yeah, so the top line was as follows. So Gabriel Piccolo had three goals, four assists, including a shorthanded goal and a power play goal, <laughs> and an even strength goal. So he's going for the Mario Lemieux style there. Not a big deal. Liam Hall had a hat trick himself, so a double hattie, and an assist, and. Uh, right winger, Kale Kuvion had a goal and four apples. 
They combined for 16 points. That's nasty, man. That is what you want from a top line. And this is also not to take away from the fact or take any credit away from shout out Mark Rideout. Yeah. First first two first three games as a coach here, and he's three and oh. Yeah. And the threes. Yeah. It's scary. They, I went and yeah. They're rolling went, four lines, man. I went down to Dresden on like Friday night for the game. Mm-hmm. And it was it was the same thing, man. It was just domination. It was Done. Right from the hot, like freaking pick again, like notch another hat trick, back to back hat tricks, like score a goal pick, like Jesus. But he, uh, but just he's just always he just makes so many good plays. He's everywhere. He's all over the ice. He's just like he's a sniper. You know what I mean? But he's just always in the right place at the right time. Also, there was not really a formal announcement to this. Uh, it just kind of came about um and i guess that was kind of the way they wanted to announce it uh at the first home game but your 2023 to 24 captain of the mm-hmm. sx73s is the former captain last year of the leamington flyers none other than gabriel piccolo mm-hmm. who currently sits at 11 points in three games and yeah. leads the league and has two shorthanded goals and a power play goal and a power play assist mm-hmm and I believe Fields a, is wearing an A. Fields and Liam. Fields and Halsey wear the A's. Yep. They wear the A's, and I believe when Carson Bugley, I, I believe when Carson Bugley comes back, he'll wear an A. But he is out right now for unknown reasons. Okay. Yeah. We also we've had we also had a couple rookies score their first goals. Correct. Correct. I, we've had several. Yeah, I was going to say, when I was there in Dresden, I think was when Colin Agnew got his, was in Correct, Dresden, Colin Agnew right? and AP, uh, yeah. as well as signed players Nick Cameron and Madden Drulard, who were playing yes. on a line together. It was a rookie line there the other night in Wheatley. It mm-hmm. was Marcus Levesque, Madden Drulard, and Nick Cameron. And guess yeah. what? Both Nick Cameron and, uh, and Madden sit over a point per game. Yeah. As rookies. And mind you, we're only three games in, but they each have a goal and three assists. Mm-hmm. And also another AP as well. I believe Travis Rive scored a goal too as well. So 100%. So shout out to him too. We don't forget about you guys. We first see game. You guys. Trav's yeah. first game and yes, he scores. He yeah. So that was pretty cool too to see. Unfortunately, uh, I think the 73s would have liked to have had Revest on their roster as well, but you can only take one 16 year old. Oh, really, eh? So that's why they had to, they, it was between him and Bello, and they chose Bello, who himself got champ of the game the other night in the home yes. opener, yes. got his first PJHL point. Yeah, he got an assist. And he's been lights out, eh? He Just has like, been great. He's like 5'9", so 140. He looks, he looks so young, man. Fuck. I, I know, but this kid can move. People come out, listen, if Essex can keep a beat on this kid, We'll yeah. see what happens. We saw what happened last year with Goovy. He moved on out, onwards and upwards. But um, this kid is crazy, man. Yeah, hopefully we Bello. can. He, yeah, yeah, he's smooth. He likes to mix it up a little bit too. He doesn't care. He doesn't mind. He so does not care. I think I was there. Down. I was at one of the um, camp games, and he. I think he got in a scrap <laughs> at, at one of the. So he's not scared to mix it up for being no. 
a little I'm not gonna say undersized because he's only 16 years old. So he's he's still gonna got time to grow. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Maybe get around five eleven, another, six. That's what foot. I mean. He still has another two, three years of growing. So um, but yeah, he's definitely good, man. He looks great. Mm-hmm. Another guy who's looked great, I think he's like third right now for save percentage and stuff, is mind you. Everyone, this is we're just starting the season off, so everything's going to be a bit skewed in the right direction. We'll know better in 10, 15 games from now. But Adrian McBride mm-hmm. only allowed one goal between two games. Yeah. Looked terrific. And Cavan only allowed one goal the other night in Dresden. Mm-hmm. This team. They got it all. Everyone, here's your opportunity. I, this is, I already, I already said it earlier this summer. You got to get on the wagon. I um, I believe we have. Do we have Lakeshore this Friday? I'm. I we might. Yeah. I want to give. Uh, feel kind of bad for our boy Connor. Oh, Dembo. Dembo. So Dembo had to miss the two, the first two games of the regular season for a um head check that he got thrown out of a game for and his first game back he was in Dresden he threw another hit he then fought after it so I'm pretty sure Connor got another three to four games I think he was looking at they were saying so we might be down without him now too so he's going to be suspended for a little bit I believe so And Locke I, I hasn't wanna... been with us when it comes to Connor, but Connor just hang in there, buddy. Keep working hard and let's go, yeah. baby. Hundred percent. Like uh Dembo, we know your skill. So do yeah. the threes, so do the fans. You'll get back to it, buddy. Don't yeah. don't uh let this slump get you get you down. But at the same point, I do want to correct myself. Friday, October thirteenth is the first time we play Lakeshore. So we got some time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's there's no game uh aside from this Tuesday, Essex's at home versus Moortown Flags, which we all remember the shenanigans last spring. Yes. So ho- well, hopefully nothing fucking stupid goes down. But I no, think, I think the I don't think it will. Uh, the stupidity is no longer on the team, as far as I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're we're okay. Yeah. We're but good. uh, yeah, and then Essex. Oh man, it's gonna be. They got Wheatley at home the following Tuesday, so October third. Hmm. Keep your eye on Wheatley. I don't know, man. Lake Sh- they beat Lakeshore. They shut them out. Three nothing. Yeah. yeah. In Lakeshore. Um, on Lakeshore's home opener. Our boy Hammer, too, recorded a hat trick in, in uh, one of those games, too. So shout out Hammer there, too. Through Wapole. Yeah, or against Wapole, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, that was no surprise to me. His wrist shot's the best in the league. Watch yeah. the kids shoot. Yeah, he's crazy. When you bench press 400 pounds... Yeah, pretty much. You're gonna have a hard wrist shot. What is he? He's like five eleven and two oh five. Yeah, that's crazy. Hard as the floor I'm standing on. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be fine. Guys, a nail gun, nail gun. (laughs) But yeah, so everybody, come out, man. You gotta come out and watch these guys. It's free entertainment. I mean, obviously you pay a fee, but at the same point, come on, you want to bring the kids and watch? Oh, let's go watch. I can't throw anyone under the bus here because we're a very bad team. Or you could come watch Essex and be like, hey, how about double digits for goals? <laughs> we'll see how it goes down, man. But like I said, it's the start of the season, but strong start for sure. Yeah, I know. It's You know what? And you know what? As time goes on, 
things will even out in the league a bit more. I think. I like think we're so. not going to see we're not going to see this bad of blowouts. I'm not saying I I anticipate that to last this long. Do I still think there's going to be bad ones like seven or eight nothing? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's bound to happen. But do I think we're going to see 13, 14 goal games? Maybe. That's not up to me. That's up to Essex. Uh, but you know what I like? 3-0-2, right? Blenheim. Oh. They're 3-0-2. and The Blades. Big Tate Bowden. It's his oh. final year. He's looking to tear the league apart. I want to say he's third in the league in points right now. Let's check him out here. He's got four goals, five assists, nine points. Yeah, so he is tied for third. Yeah. Yep, nine points. Tate, the big blondie, mm-hmm. big farm boy. He's got a hard clapper. I look forward to that meeting because Essex last year, their last two games against Blenheim, they lost. Yeah, I know. And in, in, in a row, too. And Blenheim, Blenheim was looking to have their number going mm. to the playoffs. But they got beat out by Johnny Chartrand. Yeah, they did. I wonder if Johnny will start Tuesday. He just had a rough night. Did he? Yeah, they played Blenheim and they lost 8-3, to three, I think. Oh, did he start? John was in that. Was he? I mean. He's the type of guy, though. He ain't going to let that shit bother no, him. No, and if that's happening, sorry, Mortown, but your defense must suck. You got the best goalie in the league in your pipes. Come on. Come on. You cannot let that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm in your corner, Johnny. Let's go. <laughs> You're my pal. Friend of the all show, right. Johnny. Um anyway. Right. What else you got, kid? I know you were you we've been like chomping at the bit here to get on here. I know. I'm bit. just I'm trying to cook through some info here. So NHL. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. We're yep. back to the world Hockey's of professional back, baby. hockey. But so the preseason has started, right? Mm-hmm. Preseason generally you'll see maybe about a half a roster. Maybe not even a half a roster play. And then you'll get a lot of unsigned prospects or signed to the AHL yeah. or from junior. You'll get players like that in games, and then they'll go back as time goes on. Well, Calgary must have missed the memo <laughs> because they decided to ice pretty much minus maybe three or four players their starting lineup and then just walked in and pumped Vancouver 10 nothing. <laughs> Probably why they did it. Confidence boost. Let's go. <laughs> poor, poor Vancouver's out here with like their first, their top pair D man is not even. It's like the Tyler Myers. It's not. They don't even have Quinn Hughes rostered. Meanwhile, they're getting absolutely blasted. They've got, they've got Lindholm got like five points. What's his name? That look out for rookie of the year for this kid, Matthew Coronado. Three goals and an assist. Oh, wow. This kid, Ant, go and watch the highlights from the game the other night. His shot? Oh. Whoa. Talk about potent. He's very similar to a William Nylander. His playing style? Yeah. Very similar. 10 nothing. Jesus. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's preseason, so you're going to, like, no. that should happen when you got a full roster Ooh. versus a half a roster, but... Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that, especially if you're the goalie. You're probably crying inside a little bit. For sure. Well, the Leafs had a lot of 
They had a lot of guys in tonight. They're they're uh, playing the Sens. They had Matthews, Marner, um, Burt, like Revo. Like a lot of the guys were in tonight. And their first round pick of the past year, London Knights legend, Easton Cowan, yeah. Cowboy. Yeah, he think he already has a goal. You said right? Yeah, he's playing terrific. And he missed the penalty shot. This kid continues to surprise me. I'll check on that while we're... Now, now I should say this, though. Do I think he was the wise pick at that spot? No. (laughs) Were there better options? Yes. Possibly. But will he be a good NHL player? Of course. Yeah. He's got a high motor. You know who I'd liken him to? Uh, Also a fairly recent draft pick over in Columbus, uh, Cole Sillinger. Mm -hmm. Very similar style. Gritty, has skill in junior. They're going to adapt that skill to become more of a high-motor player or even a Joe Valeno on the Red Wings. Very similar style. Oh, okay. Third-line center potential. Uh, maybe he gets put to the wing. I believe he's playing center tonight. Mm-hmm. But uh, And he, he scored uh, right in front tight. So there you go. You got a net front guy. There you go. Bam. Good for you guys, Leafs. Now, another thing happened to the prospect world. The prospects tournament. They had a couple exhibition matches. Connor Bedard. Oh, he looks pretty nasty. good. Nasty. Get out of hat trick, and his shot is just indescribable. Yeah, it's not even fair. It is potent. It's back bar and out every time. You can't even see the puck enter the net. You're like, like, boom. It's crazy. Wild. The kid's forearms are yoked. His legs are, he's, it's getting harder and harder to deny the fact that this kid could be, we start throwing him in the household name territory of Cindy Crosby. McDavid, would you say? David. When it comes to talent and what they're going to be remembered for, he definitely could get there. Do I think there will ever be a player Better than Connor McDavid? I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, no shit. I don't think so. Well, he's freaking McDavid is like skates faster. Yeah, that's backwards, that's, and some guys do forwards. That's yeah. You're trying to tell me Ryan Reeves can <laughs> out skate him when McDavid's going backwards? No shot. He is crazy. What are you watching? I'm uh, trying to just flip it over to see what's going on in that. Leafs game now. As everybody knows, I'm down in the studio here. Tristan just yep. got a view of the of the studio for the first time there a couple weeks ago. And it's you know what? I it, it's a beautiful setup you have there. I'm for anyone who's wondering, hey, what's up with the bare uh background there? Listen, my grandpa, uh actually grandpapa, I'll use his proper name because he's French, but uh shout out, it's actually uh Franco Ontarian Day. So to all you French speaking Ontarians, uh, we celebrate you. But this is uh, beautiful. I for, I think it's yeah, it's Maplewood. Um, terrific job. Like him and my dad just went in here. They took a whole day and surprised me. I didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. I got home and I've always wanted this rustic look because I have that kind of quote man cave style bedroom where I've got, you know, I got a lot of fishing pictures up. I've got my own little television. I, I like it kind of nice like that, like that outdoorsy type. And this is just beautiful, beautiful touch. 
Uh, and for anyone who's wondering just what the little tip of that is, that's my University of Windsor pennant. So I'm which I'm happy to be back to school. But uh, I mean, aside from that, oh, you know what I do want to talk about? The Global Series. Yeah. Geez. The Melbourne game mm-hmm. in Australia. G'day. But uh, you want to talk about like the goal of the year happening yeah. in a preseason game. Yeah. Was that... Cooley or whatever that Logan goal? Yeah. Cooley, who yeah. should have, and mark my words, I said this, should have gone first overall. If if like being a Red Wings fan, if the Red Wings have had the first had had the first overall pick, yeah, which that wouldn't happen ever in a no shot, but Cooley was my pick. The guy is cracked. Like no offense to Shane Wright, Nemich, Slavkowski, the other guy in the top four. Logan Cooley, are you kidding me? You see, for anyone who didn't see it, uh, go look yeah, it up. Just, just type it, in yeah. Logan Cooley goal. It's he comes down the right wing, makes a nice sauce pass up the middle, gets through a turn pass as he enters the zone, spinorama, and rather than shoot it on the backhand, he freezes the defender, does a loose puck deke, passes the puck under the guy's stick, back to his forehand, and as he's falling like Bobby Orr. Rips it off the pipe and in where he's got about four inches. Oh, yeah, I seen it. It was a nasty one. There was, was also too that game started off with there was a nice scrap in that game too that got things kicked off early. That I'm sure everybody like that. You know what? <laughs> if the NHL makes the decision to expand worldwide, wouldn't that be incredible? A spectacle like that, like you get a team in Europe, you get a team in Australia, obviously a few teams in Europe. So that's want- a larger market but the funniest part is what those guys were probably saying when they were out there is ah we're in australia here playing hockey let's go let's give them something to fucking cheer about right off the hop here hey yep. let's go show what hockey's <laughs> all about guarantee you that's probably how this uh, the game was too early for anything to have had happened unless they know each other from the like AHL or something, and they were it's possible. But... I, they were both. They're both AHL bruisers. Yeah, it was, it was a tilt, dying though. breed. It was. A good I think scrap. it was. Who was it? It was Doty, and oh, I don't. I forget. It was not t- not Doty. Doty yeah. for anyone but who's listening. D O T Y. It was and a tilt. They were playing Arizona, so maybe they were exchanging knuckle soothers. Let's put it that way. It was uh quite the scrap. Oh, they were. Hmm. They were hitting hard. It wasn't a, hey, let's mess around. It was, let's go. Yeah. But you going. Had, you had some stuff on the, on the wings, didn't you? Didn't you want to talk Red Wings? Yeah, so I just want to talk a bit about the season upcoming. Obviously, the NHL is back, and I think we got two weeks before the first actual regular season games start. So what do you think? Some early season predictions. Who do you? All right, I'm just off the cuff. Without even thinking, cup winner, go. Oh, fuck. Uh, if I had to... Um, it's going to be an oddball pick. Okay. I like New Jersey a lot. Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Not oddball like at all. A lot. That's a good pick. I had them in the cup final last year. Um, Me? Got a couple teams in mind. I mean, Dallas really loaded up. They got the best forward core in the league in the year this year, in my opinion. They got Sam Steele on the fourth line. Like, mm-hmm. they got Matt Duchesne for like nothing. He's only making like what is he making three and a half mil or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then, uh, but 
it's hard to bet against Rod the Bod and the Canes. Yeah, they've true. been denied the past few years in the conference finals. I think this year they break through. Who's going to be the team you think's going to have a stinker of a season? Oh, who's going to be rough? Yeah, like a complete fall off. Yeah, Boston Bruins. You think so? Even though they just named Marshy captain, their first line center is going to be Pavel Zaka. Mm-hmm. He's okay, but like they're going to fall off very hard, and by that I mean president's level record-breaking team to missing playoffs. Yeah. Because that Atlantic, which is, here's the point where I want to bring up. Oh, you got a stinker team before I go there? Washington. Ooh. Interesting. Really? Yeah. They still got Oshie and Backstrom in those guys, though. It's okay. I don't and think they're going to be Ovi, yeah. But and Strom. Ovi's going to keep scoring goals, and I think eventually he will break that all-time scoring record. He, I, think I will. He's going to, but I don't think they're going to be very good when he does it. I do agree with you, however. Their defense leaves much to be desired. The only person who I find impressive on that decor, John Carlson is still pretty good, mm-hmm. and also actually one of their younger defensemen, Martin Feaveri. And I think that's it. So I couldn't even tell you who else they've got. Oh, they got Sandine too. So it's going to be a stinker. They got Darcy Kemper and Nett. He could steal you some games, but like, sorry, Ovi, I love you, but uh... I, I get, I like that mindset. I like that mindset. Yeah. yeah. Um, one team who I think could really fail to meet expectation, Pittsburgh. Hmm. I think people are pumping their tires a lot Ooh, after okay. that Carlson trade. Who's going to be your? Surprise team. Well, I a lot of teams are a lot of people I see in the comments. For some reason, the analytics don't agree. They project them to be uh, a lot worse than I do. Buffalo, man. That's how I was thinking. I was thinking Buffalo or Ottawa. Buffalo Sabers are what I wish Detroit was right now. Mm-hmm. All of their young players are panning out, and they mm-hmm. still got plenty stocked away in the cupboard. Yeah. JJ, like... think about this. Like, this is their like top six right now, right? First line, Alex Tuck, Tage Thompson, Jeff Skinner. Gross. Second line. I don't even I'm trying to think. They got John Jason Paterka, uh, Peyton Krebs, and who's that big defense or who's that big forward from uh Yukon? Dylan Cousins. Dylan Cousins. Okay. Yeah. Gross. First pair defense. You've got Michael Samuel. Is it Mikhail Samuelson or something like that? No, no, no. Okay. That's an older player. Uh, something Samuelson. Right? Matthias Samuelson. Yeah. I, I can't think of his name. Is it that? Something like that. Anyway. And Rasmus Dahlin. Second pair defense. You have Owen Power and Henry Yokoharu. And in net, you've got the absolute legend himself, Boston College. Was it Boston or Harvard? Where did he go? I'm mad. I can't remember right now. Anyway, record-breaking college numbers, like 950, Devin Levi, mm-hmm. who had a strong showing as a rookie last year. As well as I believe they're going to have another like rookie in their net, Uka Pekalukanen, which UPL. Man, I am high on the Buffalo train. Me I think too. they could get top three in the division. 
Yeah, I think so too. And I think they definitely going to get round if they I face think the Leafs in the playoffs this year. They're they're in. We'll save that for next week's episode, though. We'll see who do we think is going to do what, right. and we'll run down each one. But but when it comes to that Pacific, I do want to talk a bit about Detroit because Stevie Y made some interesting moves this off season, mm-hmm. and I I'm kind of worried. I'm kind of worried we're going to end up becoming the next Minnesota Wild. Just good but can't do anything. They're media the most mediocre team ever because they signed it like I'm still confident we still have a lot of good prospects but like it seems like every year we kind of get pushed back. We kind of get pushed back like signing Hull for 3 years and you still got that Shirak contract. Now you got GT Comfort and Cop as your two centers who are both like Paying them five and a half for a long time, and it's like it, they're biteable contracts because you're like you got the cap space, and you only have two big pending RFAs this summer. Well, I guess three because they got Bergeron, Raymond, and Cider. Cider's probably going to go long term. Raymond, mm. they're probably going to do a bridge deal because he has yet to really prove where he's at. And Bergeron, probably the same bridge deal. Although I love Jonathan Bergeron, that kid. He's going to be a top six player on this team. Mm-hmm. And the saving grace of this offseason is Alex to bring it, of course. Uh, that contract is beautiful. Uh, that trade was beautiful. Uh, I wish all the best to Dominic Kubelik in Ottawa, but man, to bring it. Yeah, he's nasty. I foresee maybe his first 50 goal season coming. If Raymond can step up and play on that first line, and get maybe 75, 60, anywhere from 65 to 75 points. Larkin gets 90-ish, and Raymond gets 85 to 90. I'd love to see a 50. When was the last 50-goal season for a Red Wing player? Was it Fedorov? I'd probably say it's either going to be Fedorov or Iserman, one of the two. I Because Iserman tapered off after the early 90s. I'm going to say it's Fedorov. I'm going to look it up while you... Uh, I'm going to say it's Fedorov and maybe 98 or 99. Last Red Wing to score 50 goals. Hull would have had a good season, but he wouldn't have had... I'm going to say it's Fedorov in 98. The last Red Wing to score 50 goals was... Scott Steve Eiserman. What year? Recorded. It was in 88-89. That's it. Really? Wow. Eiserman got 65. Fedorov never scored. Really? Didn't Fedorov have like a 130-point season? He He never had had 50. 50 goals, though. You remember, Fedorov was a big assist man, too. He liked the dish. That's true, but he also... was playing on a line with the Russian five, too, and they're snapping it around on the power play, too, so... That surprises me. Yeah. No, No, Fedorov did. No, Fedorov had one. 94. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I got it right here. Okay, so, sorry. Eiserman had the most in a single season. The yeah. last 50-goal scorer, yes, was Sergei Fedorov in 93-94. Okay. Fedorov had, Fedorov had 56. He had 56 and 64 for 120. Beauty. So, there you go. That's when he played all 82 games. Yeah, he's... Here's this. He was plus 48. <laughs> 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 I think that was the year as well that he played partially as a defenseman. Yeah. 
Remember, there was a few seasons where Scotty Bowman played him on the how, back end. How can you forget it? Him flying around Nike, everything with white Nike skates, red and white Nike gloves, white Nike Nikes, helmet. Baby. And he was like the only one who can pull off. Like now, like you get a guy in that wears white skates, like we start fucking chirping at you a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, he'd just skate right by him. Well, that's what I mean. He was one of just, the best skaters ever in the NHL. You just fly by you. What I want to know too, real quick before, because there's kind of a topic that I want to touch on a little bit, but are the wings in or are they out of the playoffs? My honest opinion, the Detroit Red Wings are out of the playoffs this year. I was gonna Barely. say I was I was gonna say wild card at uh, at the best. Yeah, it's a lot I of things have to go very in. good for them. I think I think that Tampa, Toronto, Buffalo are your guarantees. Yeah, everything else. Flip who knows? Coin. <laughs> who knows Ottawa? Who knows Florida? Who knows Detroit? Who knows Boston? Montreal, sorry, you're still crap. I they're think gonna, they're going to be bad. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um. But yeah, I don't even know. I if Florida is who I'd throw in that wild card now. Maybe Ottawa's there. Maybe Detroit's there. I don't know. That whole division's stacked. It's gonna be very hard to go anywhere. Yeah, for sure. Even if I do why like even if you do make playoffs, you're gonna get bounced in the first round probably. Be nice to get there though. Yeah. I'd love to see a playoff. It's been game. a long time since playoff hockey, man. There's never been one at the Little Caesars Arena. That's what I mean. It's time. No, yeah, no, there. No, no, there hasn't. No, because the last time they played was 2016, and that was Tampa. Yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay. I remember they lost. Did they lose in six or five? I think it was five. Yeah, because uh, I remember Larkin was playing his first year. Elephant in the room. Babcock. Yeah. What do you think? On I like, oh, I just had like a mental connection. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. What do yeah. you think on, on this whole situation? What's going on with him? Because uh, you, I've you, never, you're probably going to laugh at some of the shit that I'm going to say about it. So, well, here's the thing. You, <laughs> it feels like you can't do anything the way you want to nowadays mm-hmm. without getting judged for it by a bunch of people who are sticking their nose where they're, it doesn't belong. Because mm-hmm. that's what happened here. Someone squealed. Yeah. And the next thing you know, whoa, spitting chicklets. Once. As much as we love spitting chicklets and yeah. what they did for us, sometimes people could be a loose cannon and share stuff that's like, really? Yeah, like, we- if there was an issue, address it in the organization. Don't make it public. Fire the guy. End of story. Yeah, but it's going to come out at some point anyway. Yeah, but like before the team even you know holds a meeting about it. Okay, but let me tell you something, though. When it comes to this guy. I don't know. It's suspect. Mike Babcock with the history that Mike Babcock has. Fuck him. Fuck him. You know what I mean? He's a piece of shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Anybody, no, he anybody, mentally tortured half the Anybody that does that to players, Colin Franz and a fat pig. This and that fucking like just had the guy just into a mental just fucking spiral. Okay. And then the shit he did to Marner. And then now all this. You want to know what I would say to a coach if he asked me to see my phone? 
If I right. had the heads up, you'd be fucking you would the first photo he flipped to would be a photo of my brown eye. Look at him like just like Biz said. Legs up in the air here. You want to see something on my phone? There you go, buddy. You want to look on my phone? I would there would never be a million fucking years that I would let a coach go through my phone. That would be like letting my boss at work, oh, give me your phone. I'd be like, fuck you. That's my phone. Yeah, <laughs> That's no, not I, issued but, by but, the team. But it's what I don't whatever. get is Boone Jenner, the captain, comes out and says, It had nothing to do with this. It's all made up. Yeah, but do you think though that's the team fucking upper management saying? No, no, no. That was Boone Jenner's quote. Yeah, yeah I know, but I'm just saying. And Boone Jenner is not a BSing guy. Okay, I know, but the upper management, the owners and shit, were in a freaking conference press conference, and they admitted to being wrong on the hiring of Mike Babcock. Yeah, it's because they don't don't want the smoke. Okay, but why? You, do you knew what this guy him? was all about. You heard what he? Okay, here's the thing. Hockey. Sorry. You can't tell me right now that what he does... To, these are men. Yeah. It's, like, it's kind of soft. Like, the whole Marner thing, I think that's a great thing. Go up there. Right. Who do you think works the hardest? It's a tough lesson, but it's not even near where some coaches go. Yeah, I know. These but... are men. Suck it up. I know, but still. It's because it's, it's the Toronto media that he got ousted. And, yeah, he wasn't that good coaching anymore. That was clear. But, like, the, now the Franz and stuff and other things like that. That's fucked up. Where you're personally berating someone. Yeah. But, like, to, to have a learning lesson for the team. Sure. This rookie, take it at face value. Analyze the team. I, like, suck it up, Marner. I'd go up there and write it. And I'd explain why. Hey. Yeah, okay. Like, if it's obviously it's a different situation, I don't play pro sports. But if I'm on a team and my coach asks me right in front of the team, I'd say I respect every single one of you guys, but here's my honest opinion. Hmm. But when your coach calls you to a house for to his house for a fucking lunch date, and the first thing he says is, Let me go through your phone. And then when he's done looking through it, okay, we're done here. That, but that's I'd... not even, that's not even, that's not. You know who explained that? Someone who wasn't Boone Jenner. You know who said otherwise? Boone Jenner. I know, but it wasn't <laughs> said, Boone Jenner in said, that meeting, though. It wasn't Boone Jenner lunch date. It was a rookie. They're not uh, saying names, but I have a feeling it was Fantilli. Well, I have a lot yeah. less respect for Fantilli if you just let that. So I don't think it was him that came out with it, though. Dude, he but probably wants... It was right. him that was invited to the lunch date, I have a feeling. It's not for sure. It's not been 100% confirmed. I don't I don't agree with that, the fact that he would do that. But I'm saying to try and find something out about a person, 100% I agree with that. Keep tabs on him. Ask his friends, hey, what is your buddy really about, right? Yeah, but if you Hope want to... Then but... look at their fucking social media. You don't have to Right, exactly. Look at the person they are. You don't, you don't have, have to go, to go through, through, through the photos. That's, po that's completely personal. There, I agree. But I think there's a lot of things thrown at Mike Babcock where people are just spitballing. And the open sticks because he's had bad events. And now everything that he... He can't breathe without it. Oh, oh. Babcock, he's never, he's he's never going to coach again. Like, he'll no. never coach again in the This NFL. is his second ousting. And he's getting just paid to not coach in the NHL. Whatever.
Anyway, I I still don't don't like the guy for what he did when he was with the Red Wings. Mike Madonna, the Franz and stuff. The fucking I just I don't like that shit. What he said to the kid in freaking Anaheim. Do you hear what he said to the kid in Anaheim? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Just stupid shit like that. It's not necessary. That was years ago, eh? I I know, but that's what I mean. But he's been doing it his whole wow. fucking career. I, I do remember that. But um I'd be like, who the fuck are you? I understand you're the coach, but who are you to say that to somebody? Yeah. I I'll, I I would spend my lifetime in the AHL before I fucking played for that prick in the NHL. That's I'll tell you that. That's well, you got to do a couple things before you get there. But uh, no, that's that's fuck. that's. <laughs> I would not that's, take that bullshit from any coach. I'll tell no, you. That's that. that's abusing power. Is what it is. He thinks he's a big powerful man. Is he married? Of course he is. No, is he like he's still married? Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's fucked yeah. up though. I don't know. I'm People surprised. like that are very manipulative. I'm surprised after when all. They realize, hey, I've got power. Swinging dicks. That's what it is. Swinging dicks. And he thinks he's fucking. I'm telling you. I'm surprised after all this time and all this shit that he's done to players and this and that. I'm surprised. How has nobody just hauled back and slugged him right in the mouth? These are hockey players. Every single guy on that team will probably pump his eyes shut if they got mad enough. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, let's then face. It's, then it's their career. So I, don't, I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm leaving there with my dignity, though. <laughs> like, you yeah, know I, I mean? guess, but like, it's assault. I wouldn't. <laughs> talky. I'd be sh- shooting pucks out. Dude, it's cancel. It's cancel culture, man. I'd be shooting pucks out. Never... Here, I'm going to pass it to you really hard, Tris, and you're just going to tip it like it flew off your stick, and it's going to, I'll be knocking pucks off his shoes. There's no no right side when you're on the wrong end. That's a good point. Think about it. They're always going to point fingers, man. Everything you do is under a microscope. I'll give him a couple of points. (laughs) Yeah, but like, this is me and you as a couple of common Joes sitting here saying that. But I just say, professional athletes who feel like this. They're handcuffed. I, 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 I like can't that. share my personal feelings because yeah. guess what? Everyone on the media, no matter what side I take, they're going to get, oh, you know who I am proud of, though? Nikita Zadorov. Why would happen? He openly opposed the war in Ukraine and Russia's actions. And he said, I'll probably never be allowed to return to my homeland oh, good for alive. Him. And he yeah. said, but this is wrong what they're doing, and it's oppression of a certain nation. Yeah, mind you, as I've said before, that is a political thing. I'm not going to touch it. No, not but, on uh, this fucking show. <laughs> no, I'm, trust me, we've gotten political before, and it's never served us well. So, no. <laughs> but anyway, it's just as Donald Trump once said, and I'm not. We're getting a little political now, I'm but build a wall, make them pay for it. No, he's he's said. <laughs> He, he wants people to stop dying, yeah. right? That was his opinion, and I couldn't agree with him more. Mm-hmm. The Russian people who are dying are people as well. Yeah. The whole situation. There's not up. as many, obviously, yeah. but. The whole situation's fucked. No, war is never a good thing. No. In any capacity. Definitely not. Definitely well. Either. Real quick before we go, though, we'll talk yeah. about real quick the 73s golf tournament. Oh, yeah. 
It was uh we lost a couple of balls, but it was uh a couple hole in ones. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> wish. I wish that would have been Drew hit one. Didn't Drew hit one like super close on one of the par threes, but he wasn't like in, you uh, got one pretty good on the one par three. Yeah, but I wasn't anywhere close. Oh, Drew, Drew was got, closer. Drew had us like five feet. Drew had a putt. Yeah, that was uh I think we birdied that hole. Yeah, because it was no it was a uh, par was it a par four between the four of us it was all like just balls flying all no it was a par three you're right and he he's no it was a par four because yeah we got it in three it was the second shot he put it like no it wasn't that a par three because one of the helpers from the tournament was on the green with us remember you're right yeah. You are right. You are right. The one where you have to cross the bridge. Yeah. And he put it like there yeah, was like really five close. feet, but he but wasn't there was like... there was also a par four where he put it about five inches from the cup yeah. and sunk it for birdie. Yeah. That was beautiful. There were some crazy shots at that. He's got yeah. that mid range game. Yeah. He's beautiful. You and my dad had some big crushes out of the box. You had oh. the one, what was it, two eighty seven into the wind? Yeah. And I had us about forty out from from the green on that one that was a par four too it was dude it was perfect it carried with the wind and dog legged right yeah it was right at the pin too like we were all kind of surprised i carried some freaking hills and fucking bunkers and but yeah it felt good to hit the ball that day i was i had some good drives and stuff my short game was and putting was man luckily you guys can putt and shit like that because i was like horrible i like putting generally that's my strong suit yeah, I couldn't. Put. Range, I out of the sand, we never got to try a sand shot, eh? Well, nope. I, I got one in, but yeah, we did one. Well, that's yeah. a good thing, though. Yeah. We don't want to play out of the sand too much. I listen. I like the Phil Mickelson shots, man. <laughs> Sky crazy it, man. too is we shot literally right, freaking even. We shot even. Yeah, it was whatever you like to do, but listen for a bunch of guys who are like 25 plus handicaps, all of us. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my dad hadn't played in seven years. I play like four or five rounds of golf all summer. So like, yeah, your dad was hitting them pretty good, man. It was nice though, because between one of you three, you'd be like, okay, if someone hit the fairway and then I could just swing out of my shoes and then it was all just free swings for me all day because you guys, so it was nice. So I liked it. I like hitting them smashing driver. It's fun. I was, I was going to say to you too, I was going to say to you here, try mine, my club. I, you know what? I was going to try uh, that. I have a really low loft on my driver. That's why my dad likes it that way. Mine. Yours is a 10 and a half. You said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mine's 8.5. It's pretty low. So you really got to tee up high if you want to punch it. Yeah. Problem with that is you'll, I, I'll end up skying it. I got to work on my ball contact in that regard or head down, accident. buddy. Head down. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, just like, uh, learning ball placement a bit more. I think I've got the mechanics down for the most part. I, I learned a lot of that over the summer with my buddy's golf simulator, but Speaking it's all about one, improvement, man. It's a personal game. Playing? When are we going to play on that? Well, I'll talk to him. Tell Go him over we'll there. Tell him we'll shoot a little content piece with him. Sure. It's all, it's, it's really nice. It's just in his pool barn and he runs a good setup. Like heat and stuff in there if it's like winter time and shit. Oh, so he's all set up. Eh? Nice cookie space heater in there. It's really cool if you ever saw it. I'm not gonna describe it because I don't want people to. Okay, well, 
we'll set something up here. Let's yeah. go, baby. Anyway. Tell them we'll do like a four-man scramble kind of thing or something. That'd be great. We'll go me, you, him, and Drew. Sweet. Down. All right. Set it up, kid. Let's do it. All right. I will. I'll talk to him this week. I'll, I'll be content piece. my Let's fantasy go. hockey league. So actually, what I would do if we did that, we would just go live on one of our things and we would just set up the camera. Bam. Just Boom. go live. Sweet. It's probably something we could do instead of. I think if we record on, or not record, if we go live on our YouTube, I think it saves it as a video, like up to like three or four hours or something. Yes, it does. So. Then, bam, we don't even have to edit nothing. It's all just pow right there. There you go. Beautiful. All what? right. Any, anything else, bro, you want to talk that's, about? It's been a while. Pretty Everybody, much it. When, you, when you see us at the games and everything, like, say what's up. When you see us, say hi. I love making friends. Being back to school, that's my favorite thing. New people, old friends as well, who I haven't seen in a quick minute because COVID and just first couple of years in uni, yeah. I was at different places and – I've noticed too, I've seen like a couple of our hats and hoodies and shirts and stuff around the crowd. So I like seeing that too. People so know who we are. It's great. Actually, it's funny. They know of us, but they don't know who we are. Like in person, they'll be like, oh yeah. Like I've seen a couple kids and I'm like, oh, you, you like the, uh, watching the podcast and they're like, yeah, it's great. And I'm like, yeah. Hi. What do you think of me? And they're like, Hi. oh, Hi. nice to meet you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, no, that's that's, that's always fun. I'm I love that I'm able to get to at least the third period of the threes games, which is nice. But mm-hmm. anyway, we'll hopefully that changes November. I get my <laughs> placement. We'll be back and rolling. But yeah, baby, this has been Ant and Tristan. Yeah. Anything Happy else? Or are you good? I'm I'm good. Boom. All set. We'll see you guys right. Tuesday night. Let's do it, baby. Ant, Peace out, everyone. Have a good Tristan, week. We're out of here. God bless. Yeah.